Greetings, Ben Murray here with another edition of Sess Metro School. Welcome. So talking today about a hotly debated topic, and that is the coding of your customer success team. Thanks to Sean for reaching out via my blog and my drift message box there. Sean had a question about commissions for customer success, or really just any sort of variable compensation for customer success, and where should that be coded on your SaaS P&L? And let's back up a step because where to code your customer success team on your P&L is a hotly debated topic because we know your customer success team could have multiple roles or distinct roles that tell us where they should be coded on the SaaS P&L. So first, customer success. Kind of looking at Jason Lemkin's definition where folk, where customer success is focused on product adoption. So if your su customer success team is focused on product adoption and they're not trying to close win deals, I'm going to code them up in COGS. Now, if they have a quota, they get paid a commission to land those expansion deals with your customers, then I'm going to code them down in sales. Now, of course, this is a very high level kind of bright line test of where to code them. And in one of my courses, I talk about this in detail, but generally I'm always asking, all right, do they have quota? Do they get paid commission to close expansion deals? And then they're going to be coded to sales, but are they doing both? Because you see as SaaS companies scale that customer success teams are handling both. They're focused on product adoption. How's the customer doing? Maybe having some business reviews with the customer, but then also when they're talking to the customer, they're finding out that a customer could use more product and then landing expansion deals. So sometimes you do have to split then the expenses for customer success between COGS and OPEX. But if they're distinct, we can code them directly to COGS. Again, if they're focused on product adoption, and then if they are really performing account management function, quota commission, going to code them down in sales. So it's really important to get customer success in the right spots on your P&L. And early stage, oftentimes they're multi wearing multiple hats. And even sometimes I've seen them doing tech support and onboarding. So always when I'm looking at departments on a SaaS P&L for the first time with a founder or finance team, I'm always asking, okay, regardless of the department title, what are these people doing in each of these departments? So we can make sure that they're coded to the proper place on your SaaS P&L. And of course, all the expenses associated with your CS team follow that team. So travel, training, any sort of customer success software, uh, you know, whatever it might be, travels, it will, it, it, it follows along with them and all those expenses get coded to that spot on the P&L as well, because we want a fully burdened cost center with all of their direct expenses. So again, customer success, one of those that can fall in both places, fall on one or the other. And again, any department, we have to make sure we have the correct COGS expenses, correct OPEX, so we are producing the correct gross profit number on our SaaS P&L. So make sure you know where your customer success team is being coded on your SaaS P&L. And is that accurate? Because you can't, you're, you're going to get dinged one way or the other. You're going to get penalized. If it's, if it's in the wrong bucket, then maybe your OPEX profile is too high. And then your gross profit is too high, you know, things like that. One way or the other, it's going to catch up to you. Uh, so just make sure you understand where your customer success team is coded on your SAS P&L.